Give the Lord a great big hand clap. Man, hallelujah. Great big hand clap for the Lord.
excited about that. Lift your hands up and thank God. Hallelujah. Lord, I'm excited, Lord. I thank you, Lord. You set me free, Lord, from sin. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Give the Lord your best tonight. Clap your hands, all you people. Oh, God, the Bible says clap our hands to the church. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for another day. Amen. Another time for church to come and worship the Lord. Amen. Amen. Y'all may be seated. Good to be in the house of the Lord. Good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. The church of the living God. Amen. Amen. The only place that's important to God. Amen. The most important place to the Lord is the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And, and, and we're not in vain. We're not coming to church in vain. I want to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. The Lord's coming soon. Real soon. Amen. Are you ready to meet the Lord in the air? He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Amen. I just something I want to bring out. I've been praying just since asking God just to uh, pray more so for the church. Every saying of God here um, made it my business uh, just to make it more important for me to uh, pray for the saints. Amen. I've been, I say, God, uh, sometimes things have to happen and you see that. People need prayer, really prayer. And so, anyhow, God gave me have a burden. I want to go to Nehemiah chapter 1. And I've been having, just feeling that uh, burden to reach the lost. A burden is a load, of carrying a load and carrying a responsibility. And nothing is uh, more important than reaching out to a lost sinner. Amen. Amen. No matter uh, who's have any kind of problem, wherever you are, whoever you are, you got any kind of situation or anything going on in your life or anything you're fumbling with, any problems you have in a situation you're going through or trial you're going through, amen, God will work it out for you. Right? But tonight I'm thinking about one, the people who don't have the Lord. There's people that don't know how to reach God. There's people that are strung out on drugs and, and alcohol and uh, lust. And so many things that they don't have God. So so many things they get hooked on to. Uh, and the Bible says such were some of you. Amen. We was there at one time. We was there. But we didn't have a church to go to. We didn't know the Lord. Uh, and we was looking for, for the Lord. We wanted to be set free. We was caught up in a web. Amen. And so, great men in the Bible, if you search your Bible, the great men in the Bible, 
men of God, they always turned their attention to somebody else. They always had a compassion for the lost. It, it wasn't about them. It wasn't about Paul. Amen. It wasn't about Peter. It wasn't about Jesus. It's always looking out to save somebody. Looking to save somebody. Looking out. Compassion. Moses stood in the gap and prayed for the children of Israel. Right? It wasn't about him. Amen? If you study and you, you read God's word and you take your time and see and pray and you'll see every great man, Joseph, he forgave his brothers. Things that they done to Joseph, he still forgave them. And you can go on and on and on, amen, and see what happened to these great men of God. All of them had compassion. Could I hear amen? Brother Kelly, can you give me Nehemiah, please? Chapter 1. Nehemiah, chapter 1, if you will. And shout hallelujah. And I hope and pray that, that this would give you a desire. Have a friend, maybe, or a neighbor, or somebody you know that that don't have the Holy Ghost, and the devil tell you to quit. They don't want God anyhow. And maybe this can change your heart and continue praying for them. Amen. Either heaven or hell. That's no purgatory. That's no limbo. Amen. You either have it or you don't have it. Baptized in Jesus' name is the only way to be saved, right? And who's going to tell them if we don't? Who's going to tell them if we, but we can't just tell them because Brother Anderson said go tell them. That's what I don't want. Well, I, I, I knocked over, Brother Anderson, I, you told me to do it and I've done it. That's not, that's not what I want. I, I want you to have a compassion. Somebody, I'm here because somebody loves me. Somebody cares. Somebody talks talks to, uh, to me and, and work with me and, and fast and pray and, and somehow uh, they burden the compassion and they love brought me to Christ. Amen? And, and you have to have the same thing. Or you're going to just do it to do it. All right, let's go, brother. Go ahead. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 1. Concerning Jerusalem, the Jews that was left asked about it. What happened? Read the next verse. Everybody say, great affliction and reproach. Amen. So that you see right there that what the people is going through. Like our world, great affliction. Our world is on a verge of collapse. Our parish, our town, the reason why God put a church here, there's a reason for it. This town needs the Lord. Right? 
somebody laying in the hospital that probably have five days to live. Or we shouting and having a good time, we need to pray for somebody. Amen. Or somebody that's in captivity, somebody needs to be set free. Somebody needs the church to fall on our knees and weep and cry and travail and say, God, give me a soul. Anybody, Lord. It doesn't matter who. Just give me a soul. Somebody I can pray for. I can work with. Amen. Not, not just somebody that don't want the Lord, but somebody that's starving. The devil can't fool me. That's somebody want the Lord out there. Somebody's hungry. Go ahead. Amen. All right, brother, what happened with Nehemiah? And just think about this man. He's in the king's palace. All right? He's a cupbearer. You can say he having millions. But he's not worried about himself. He's worried about the ones, the remnant that's left. Amen? There's a great affliction. His mind is on his people. What could I do to save my people? What could I do to help them? Go ahead. Burn with fire. He, I'm just thinking he, he said, oh, God, because you're going to hear how he prayed. He said, God, it's burned with fire. My people going through it. Amen. And, and, and still today, it's a selfish world. Y'all know it's the truth. And if we don't pray, and really pray, we're going to pick up that selfish spirit that the world has. The church is completely opposite from the world. We always royal what? Priesthood. A priesthood of people always intercede, always have somebody in their heart that they're praying for. Priesthood. Amen? Remember that. All right, let's go. What did he say? these words. I did what? I sat down and wept. Time to shout. Time to sing. Time to run. But it's a time to weep. It's a time to pray. And I'm, I'm saying this and I want you to just examine yourself and see when the last time that you felt a burst or a desire or a compassion or something that would break you down where you can fall on your knees and pray for somebody. Not you. You do it all the time. Well, you're getting tired of it. I'm talking about somebody else. When the last time that you felt, like Nehemiah saying right there, how this man felt when he heard about what's going on with the Israelites, with his people, that he felt down, he sat down and wept, and he began to pray. So many, we don't think about it. When we have to go out there and see somebody living in a shotgun house. We have to go out there and see somebody that don't know what to do on Sunday morning. We have to go out there and see what's going on around us. We have to go in the hospital and visit people in the hospital. The prison. Brother Columbus can tell us some stories, I'm sure. He worked with jail. We have to see that, and then we could, we say, oh, my God, now we want to pray and weep and travail. Let's go, brother. I want to, I want to go too far. Let's get to Jesus. Fasted and what? And 
fasting and praying. I'm sure you don't think what that meant by that. I, I never knew. But listen to what what Brother Hammond tell me what's going on with the Israelites, with the remnant that's left. The walls are burnt down. Getting great affliction. And, and I need to pray. And I'm complaining. I need y'all to know I'm complaining. But some people complain about things. And somebody always have it worse. It's always somebody have it worse than you. Uh-huh. I beseech thee, O Lord. Go ahead, God of heaven. Go ahead. Lord, hear me, Lord, watch me pray, please, Lord, I have something to give you, I have something to say, Lord, something very important, Lord, weeping, no appetite, amen, no appetite, fasting, crying, praying, trying to get God's attention, what he said. He said, God, listen to me. God, give attendance to my prayer. Listen. Amen. Open your ears, incline your ears, and listen to me. It's not about me. But for the children of Israel, can we reverse that? Can we put that in 2018 apostolic and have the spirit and the attitude of Nehemiah and say, Lord, there are sinners that we rub shoulders with every day, that we socialize with. There are people that we see that look like everything's all right, but God, their hearts, they starve and their souls, they starving for truth. Can we fail? And pray for somebody else. Uh-huh. He wouldn't have stand and said, "Look, we, the reason why we're in this place, we sin, we rebel against you." So judgment came. You all know the story. I don't have to break it down. But judgment came. The Babylonians came. So this happens for a reason. We sin. Sometimes we put ourselves in a predicament, then we fall. We put ourselves in this place, and they put themselves there. He knows that. He put himself in that predicament that he's in. He knows that. But then he, and he's bringing it to God's attention. It's our fault. But God, I mean, I, can we have some uh, mercy? Go ahead. What did he say? It's my fault. 
I'm the one doing wrong. I know why I'm in this place. I know what happened. I go back, Lord, and I know. Not praying like I need to pray. I know why this is happening, Lord. Carrying a bad attitude. I don't think nobody, I don't, not too many people have come to church and, or even pray at home or tell God their problems. Or know why, you know, this is happening. And tell God what it is. Amen? But that's, that's Nehemiah. These are great men of God. These great men of God knows how to talk to God, don't he? Cornelius, 
That's preaching. Amen. You can have the pulpit. You ever had one-on-one? Amen. Preaching to somebody, working with them, ministering to them, praying for them, feeling them out, working with them. You can't ask for better. Amen. So Jesus working with her. what he says. He just want to get her attention. Give me something to drink. Go ahead. where they come from, right? None of that makes a, a hill of beans. Amen? It doesn't matter. They hungry for God? That's what counts. It doesn't matter if she half Jew and half Gentile. Samaritan was half Jew and half Gentile. Didn't matter. Amen? Here's a soul that's hungry. Go ahead. Living water. Whenever you're working with a soul in a home, in their house, or anywhere else, give them something to be excited about. Jesus said, Living water. That stuck with her. Ma'am, if you knew who I was, who I am, and, and what church I belong to, amen, and we have, it's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, only one claim, and the kingdom of God has come nigh unto thee. If you knew, running at the altars of apostolic church. Give them something to get excited about. Amen? Something they want to come to church and say, oh, let me see what you got. Deliver us from drugs and alcohol. Deliver us from every sin. Go ahead. Sir, amen. She don't know. All right. All right, here she go giving her test. How many people that you done witnessed to and you try to get to them and then all of a sudden they become religious? Right? Hey, I'm Catholic. Don't you know we Catholic? Don't you know what I believe in? Don't you know I serve the same God you serve? I go to church too. Y'all hear me tonight or no? Y'all, y'all with me? Won't you come to my church? If I got to go to your church, won't you come to my church? No, ma'am, I'm sorry. I found what I've been looking for. I found what I've been looking for. 
Amen. And I'm just trying to lead you to the church, to the truth. All right, let's go. What is that water, that living water, amen? I don't have to come every morning, six hours, and draw water. I'll never thirst again. There's something about that water. Hallelujah, that living water. All right, thank God for the living water. Go ahead. call your husband before I give you that water. Go get him. All right? I have no husband. If the Lord knew that, go ahead. Now, Jesus did not try to criticize her, put in a bad place, but he wanted her knows everything. And the reason why she had five, she's hungry. It's, it's the hunger there. Amen. She gets three cussing like she can't close. And you have that today. The same thing today. But I hear amen. And so she's not happy. She's, she's starving. That's a hunger there. Amen. It's not to be critical. Amen. It's a hunger there that this is why she has so many men. Because that's a desire that she has that she needs that living water. She needs the Holy Ghost. Amen. What else? How to proceed that thou art a prophet because he knows. Go ahead. tell that to when we physically or we working with souls, same thing. The reason why you, you, you're doing what you're doing is because that's all you have. And I always tell people that's all I need. And you're a Baptist or wherever you come from or whatever denomination, we're not here to criticize nobody. We're just saying how we was before we came to Christ, before we knew the Lord. Amen. We had our own way of worship, right? Our own little place of worship. Right? And we didn't know the Lord until we really repent of our sins, got baptized in Jesus' name, lift our hands up, receive the Holy Ghost. Right? Began to speak in another tongue as the Spirit gave the utterance. Then change our life. Right? So there was no need going back to the church that had nothing to start with. Amen? But we kept coming. Go ahead. So you worship, you know not what. But the hour cometh, go ahead. Yeah, 
Spirit. Everybody say Spirit. And what? Truth. God is a Spirit, right? Read the next verse. God is a Spirit. Everybody say that. Amen. So this knocks every God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, Trinitarian. You wonder why we don't listen to them. We don't know who God is. They're writing books. Right? They write books. They're on the radio. And all that. But they don't know who Jesus is. And if they, just that one scripture, God is a spirit. That alone, that's no body form. God is a spirit, and the spirit of God dwelling inside of Jesus Christ. And if God's spirit is inside of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ must be God. Right? If Jesus Christ is not God, then it's two gods. There's no such thing as two gods. Amen? So that's why we don't. It's, it's not the Trinitarian. It's not everything that uh, baptizing the baby. Amen. Everything else, every doctrine, God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him. Must. You don't have a choice. God, this is the worship that God wants. Spirit, truth. Spirit, truth. Amen. All right. So let's go. changes your life. A church that set us free. A church that changed my life. Amen? There is a God. It doesn't matter what everybody else is saying about the church and the preaching and all that. There is a church. Somebody going to live for God. Amen? I believe we need to stir up our world and our towns so where they can come just like this lady at the well and say, hey, come see a man that told me Burden on 
he don't know Christ. He lost the Samaritan people. And so there's no appetite. Jesus is saying, for this purpose. Go ye to the highways and the byways and compel. Amen. Go ahead. Everybody say, lift up your eyes. Go ahead. And look on the fields. Go ahead. Get ready. Somebody. You don't have to sit around and wait. It's right. Go ahead. Samaritans, and y'all know the rest of the story in the book of Acts, believe. Amen? Because of one person. Let's all stand. I'm going to read in Romans. Y'all can just, just stand and just let somebody on your heart right now. world, the devil, he's working overtime. He's blinding their minds. He's deceiving them. He's making them feel like they're all right. Church is not important. Everything will be all right. The light of this glorious gospel of Christ should shine unto them. How does this, the light of this gospel shine? In a dark world, how could it shine? Only through how many in this church baptized in Jesus' name? This is the light. We have a lot of work to do. I know we want the rapture to come, but we have a lot of work to do. Look around. We have a lot of work to do, Lord. I'm going to stick with this for a long time, so you might as well hold on to it. It's revival. And revival means to be revived. Amen? To bring back to life. We're going to start all over again, Lord, if that's what it takes. We're going to fall on our knees, and we're going to weep and weep and weep 
episode. Amen. We're going we're gonna to put ourselves aside for a while, Lord. I know I have bills to pay. I know I need uh, some more money. I know I need a lot of things. I, I like to have some good things, some other things. But at the, in the meantime, there's some people out there that's hungry. There's some people out there looking for the truth. Amen. The Bible says, I say the truth in Christ. I lie not. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost that I have great heaviness, heaviness, and continue sorrow in my heart. For I could wish that myself, I want everybody to say myself. I, I could wish. What, what man would say that today? What, what apostolic, what? What great men of God or great young man of God or great woman in God, ladies in the church or somebody would say this, would have this type of attitude and say, oh, God, I mean, they have such a burden and, and carry such a load that they would say, Lord, for I could wish that myself were cursed from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen, according to the flesh. It's not about me. Uh, myself, it's about somebody else. This is what Paul says in, in Romans, we're going to write it down, Romans 9 and 1, he says, in the next verse, the very next chapter, the very next chapter, Paul said, brethren, my heart desire and prayer to God for Israel. Say when Nehemiah said, pretty much the same, and this is years and years and years. sleep with them. They don't want to hear this. They're tired of hearing about doctrine. They do that. They're tired of you talking about other people. They hear it every day. I believe they say, is there anybody? Is there anybody that would shut up and stop talking about people and start praying? What happened to prayer? And praying for somebody? Is there anybody talking about Jesus? That the Lord is coming soon? That the Lord is even at the door? Is there anybody inviting on social media or whatever? Telling people, hey, Jesus is still alive. He's off the cross. There is a church. Read the Bible. Can you come to church? He'll solve all your problems. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. I don't care what the devil says. Jesus will solve all your problems. Jesus will solve every problem. Depression, you don't need no pills. Stop popping pills. Fall on your knees.
is talking tonight. I see. This is what I feel. This is. I feel that it's time that churches make that turnaround. And and we have a one track mind, and we can say God, like Paul said, for 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 they are being ignorant. Same like today. He said, I, let me let me start over, brethren. My heart desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. That's my heart desire. The Gentiles, late Charles, as far as I can read, Texas. It doesn't matter. As far as we can read, they don't say it. They don't need to say it. But all our surrounding area is right here in our backyard. You don't have to run all over the place. And Paul said this, for I bear them record that they have a zeal. Now you listen to this and tell me it's not like today. They have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. I know some people have a zeal. They say, Hail Mary, I was in a house today. I'm telling my wife, I said, we, we're going to Dallas. And she got me some people, uh, the lady sent me. And they were praying. And they were praying, saying they our father, the Hail Mary. So brilliant and committed to their church. And, and really praying. They couldn't care less if I'm there, who's in the house. They were praying. Praying.
writing things down and good little things to do, but they don't know Christ. Could I hear amen? How many came across that before? How many? You, you have friends like that, people you know? They're close, right? And the knowledge they have is so smart and wise. So close. So I believe. Busting somebody bubble, right? But it's a nice way to win people to Christ. It's a good way to say, hey, mister, Jesus Christ is the only way to reach God. Why? Because he's there. He said, have I been so long time with you, Philip? He said, show us the Father and suffice us. Have I been so long time with you, Philip? Thou hast not known me. He that has seen me has seen the Father. You see me, you see the Father. I and my Father are all right. The boy said, it's like husband and wife. You see me, you see my wife. Amen. Y'all heard that story before? Amen. I said, if my wife looked like me, I would never marry her. He said, no, 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 no. That don't mean that I'm saying if you, you and your wife think alike. Sometimes she think like you think. And sometimes y'all so close. And, and that's what it means. Jesus didn't say it. He said, if you've seen me, buddy, not think. If you think like the Father, like I think of the Father, then I got to. He didn't say that. He said, if you've seen me. Amen. See, it's bad when you have, when you believe in three, and you got to make up for it. But we can go right to it and say, Hear, Israel, the Lord thy God is one. It's one. Hallelujah. One God. I'm going to stop. Hallelujah. Amen. So why you have to go through all that? It's like husband and wife. It's not like husband and wife. I married myself. Hallelujah. Christ don't look nothing like me, act like me at all. Hallelujah. Right? Y'all don't get it, huh? Amen. So anyhow, see, this is a complete different thing. But this is the reason for prayer. Let's lift our hands up right now. That myself would be a curse for my brethren. I would be a curse from Christ for the people that don't have the Lord. I know we all get in that. My pastor used to say it's a stupor. We get in a little stupor. He used to say that. I didn't, I didn't know what he was talking about. But he said sometimes we can get in that little days. It's like a spiritual coma. And we just get in that little circle, that little corner, that little stupor we in, he said. And he said, we're just thinking about it. We, it's not an intentional thing, but we just, we're not just thinking about ourselves. we just in that little stupor. He said, we got to get out of that. You got to break out of that. And you got to take God, my Bible saying, uh, amen, that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things passed away, and all things become new. Amen. And all things is of God. Amen. He has reconciled us unto himself. Then the Bible says, for we are ambassadors of Christ. For we have the ministry. You want a ministry? We have the ministry of reconciliation. We have a ministry, sisters and brothers and everybody here that have the Holy Ghost, are you using your ministry 
a ministry of reconciliation, a ministry to win somebody to Christ, a ministry to draw people to God. Amen. That's our ministry. Everyone in this church. Come on, let's get out that little stupor. Let's get out that little spiritual coma. Let's break out of that little circle. Amen. And say, God. Amen. My mama. Amen. My brother. God, I have a brother. Come on, let's be real and let's be honest. We have a brother. Do you have a brother that's not baptized in Jesus' name? He don't have the Holy Ghost. Do you have a sister that's not baptized in Jesus' name? Where the tree fall, there shall it lay. Oh, God. Forgive me because I want to start praying more so for my family. I want to pray for my family, Lord, that don't have the Lord. I, I have a brother, amen, that, that's so zealous, but he don't have the oneness of God. Amen. He don't know the, the oneness, Lord. He don't have that revelation. I want to pray for him. I want to pray for them that don't have the truth. Hallelujah, hallelujah. What about our friends? Hallelujah, what about our friends? Oh, could y'all help me pray? I have a load on me. I know God, you put it on me. I'm praying every day for the brothers here, for the sisters in our church. And I want to pray even more so. I want to continue naming them, Lord. I say, God, I am the pastor of this church. And I'm going to be the pastor of this church. And I'm going to stand. He said, Timothy, let no man despise thy youth. Hallelujah. You better not let somebody come and despise you, Timothy. Amen. You are the shepherd. Hallelujah. If you're going to pray for them, pray for them. You're going to fast, fast for them. Call them by name. Amen. Call every last one of them and, and pray for them. Amen. And talk to God about them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But as he said, as clear as can be, Y'all help me if I'm wrong a clear message to this preacher here. He said, look, brother, you have a charge by God. God has charged this pastor. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come, Brother Anderson. The time is here. Wake up, Brother Anderson. The time is here where they would not endure sound preaching. Hallelujah. Well, they'll doubt you. They'll question you. Every pastor feels the same thing today. 
in 2018. We are definitely a different generation. We are definitely a different group of people all together. It's not like it used to be. I don't care what we preach. It's not like it used to be. Preach it, fired up, walk out of church, fired up, come back, fired up. That's how it used to be. Why, brother? It's because they were praying. Everybody had a prayer meeting. They had their own closet. They had their own place of prayer. You meet them in the Walmart. Uh, praise the Lord, brother. Because they were praying. It was a good prayer meeting. It wasn't just that tic-tac with the tongues. It was praying. Hey, Amen. It used to be, well, that's the pastor. Thank you, Jesus is over. It used to be, well, that's the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm finished. It used to be. It's the word. Praise the Lord. It's over. We're not dealing with that today. Some, we're not dealing with that type today. We almost got to grab you by the hand and make you clap. We got to grab your left hand because your right hand don't want to move. We got to make them clap. Y'all don't get mad at me. But I'm telling you, it's like that. You almost got to grab the hand and say, come on, please clap. Come on. Come on. You want to pray? Come on, please pray. Uh, please do something. Jump a little bit. Can you do something? You in church? We spend, you know, just trying to get somebody to do something, get excited, get motivated, get fired up on the word. Y'all hear me. The answer is prayer. I can preach this whole Bible. It won't mean nothing. Prayer. Your own prayer meeting. Young girl, pray like you've never prayed. Or there is a spiritual coma. There is a little stupor. There is a little place that a person can be their own little circle. And it's so sad that they'll think they're going to heaven. And they think they're right. You try talking to somebody and think they're right. You're wasting your time. Whosoever hears these sayings of mine and what? And do it them. I will lack unto him. He's a wise man. Come on, we need to say, God, I need my own prayer meeting. I need my circle of prayer meeting. Break out that coma. Break out of that place. It's time to pray. When I pray, no, you didn't. When you pray, you'll change. <laughs> Hallelujah. I pray, no, 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 no. I'm talking about really praying. I'm talking about down there like Nehemiah. I'm going to be down there, Lord, weeping and fasting. I'm going to stay down there, Lord. And when I get up, Lord, I will never, I'm not getting up until I feel something. I'm not getting up, Lord, until I feel something. Amen. I'm not getting up my knees until my life changed, until my spirit changed, until my attitude changed. I'm not getting up. Come on, do we have anybody here that have real zealous in prayer, real fire to pray and feel like you want to pray for somebody? I know you have a need tonight. I have a need. But I'm talking about somebody. 
Amen. That needs you tonight. You come up. If somebody you feel that needs you to pray for them. Forgive me, my vocabulary is not right. But I'm just trying to tell you something. I know I'm missing a lot of words. Hallelujah. Come up. Come up if you feel like you need to pray for somebody. Just come up and stand. You feel like somebody, maybe a sister, a brother, cousin, auntie, uncle, friend, somebody that needs the Lord, somebody that you can, that just waiting for you to pray for them. Do you have a list of people that you know, you did door knocking, a list of people that you talk to that you don't see them in church? Do you have a list of people, amen, that you've been praying for? Somebody, can we lift our hands up? Can we call them for the Lord? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, the ministry of reconciliation. I done knocked their door. I done prayed for them. I talked to them, Lord. But now, Jesus, hear my prayer. Hear my prayer tonight, Lord. Hear me, Lord. Give attendance to my prayer. Open your eyes. Hallelujah. Amen. And hear me tonight, Lord. If they want God, if somebody is searching for Jesus, somebody hungry for Jesus, somebody so close, to having Jesus. The Bible says your self-righteousness is as filthy rags in the sight of God. Amen. You can't come here and say, oh God, I have my own church. It won't work that way. God wants you to repent. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe God's dealing with people out there. Anybody? Girls, they don't want you dressing like them. Girls, they don't want you to look like them. Girls, they don't want you to act like them. Think about it in a spiritual sense. The only reason, the only reason why they coming to you. Have you ever thought about it? They coming to you because they need your prayer. You hear me, men? The only reason why somebody would even have any kind of conversation with you is because they want the Lord. They know we are apostolic. They know what we stand for. They don't want you drinking at the bar with them. Amen. I said they don't want you uh, drinking at the bar with them. Amen. They don't want you gossiping about people with them complaining with them. They want somebody to say, sir, ma'am, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? How were you baptized? Hallelujah. I believe there's so many out there. Come on, y'all help me. 
There's so many out there saying, uh, what must I do to be saved? Church of Christ, you don't have it. I don't care what people say. Put me on tape. Church of Christ don't believe in Jesus. They don't have it. Jehovah Witness, I'm sorry. Y'all missed it. Somebody got to tell the truth. Amen. Somebody needs to tell them, need is their salvation in any other. For there's no other name under heaven given among men whereby you must be saved. And that's the name of Jesus. I say that's the name of Jesus. If you had been baptized in Jesus' name, you had been baptized. Come on, revival. You want to revive yourself? You want to revive yourself? Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord.
your testimony. Your testimony. They want to hear your testimony. If we change it, we'll let y'all know. We'll text you or let you know somewhere if we change it. Amen. Y'all dismiss in Jesus' name.
Thank you. 